So in the kind of pick and choose buffet line world that we live in nowadays, I don't like this, I'm not going to do that, I like this, I might do that. Today's gospel is not going to be a very popular one. In this 14th chapter of Luke's gospel, we hear these, these three lines that you can't really dance around or ignore that they're not there, so we have to wrestle with what they mean. huh? And so there's not a lot of wiggle room in it, but is the topic about sex or money or career or power? No, it's about discipleship. It's about, in fact, this, this section of Luke and the scripture says sayings on discipleship. So it's no stretch then that there's a, a, a close correlation between the word discipline and disciples. Okay, that's a clue to where we're going with these. And so here's these three lines. If anyone comes without hating his father, mother, brother, sister, wife, children, he can't be my disciple. Whoever wishes, to, whoever does not pick up his own cross to follow me cannot be my disciple. If you do not renounce all of your possessions, you cannot be my disciple. So Jesus is making a point. So what is the point? I thought you'd never ask. It really is the first commandment. Let me refresh your memory. I am the Lord your God. I'm God and you're not. That's basically what this is about. It's basically what this is about. Anything that we put above God is an idol, no matter how good it is. So, for example, if you're married, I, I hope you love your spouse madly, but I hope you love God more. If you have beautiful kids, and you do, and you love them to death, absolutely, but you better love God more. That's what this is saying. That's what this is saying. And it ties in with the, we had heard the question about the greatest commandment about three weeks ago when the scribe said to Jesus, what's the first and the greatest commandment? He said, easy, squeezy. Love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's where it all starts, huh? Now, the problem is this. We think about doing that and we think, I'm not going to be one of them religious nutcases. So we kind of reel it back somehow, huh? But this is the point I want to make tonight. Being a little religious is what the devil loves. There's no threat in that. Being a little religious, there's nothing even to fight or argue about because there isn't anything there. Nothing to fear. You remember the Solofex commercial some years ago, No Pain, No Gain? Well, it's a life with no pain, no gain, it's no sacrifice, it's no cost. Really, what we're talking about tonight is the cost of discipleship. So if you saw my, my midweek message, I asked the question, what's your faith cost you? What's your faith cost you? Well, you answered that by saying, I suppose it can be seen in the way that I live. And so, a lot of times people, well, I, I don't really want to make anybody uncomfortable. Or I don't want to get into somebody else's business. Or I don't want somebody to think I'm a religious nut job. Or I don't want to be inconvenienced. Or I don't want to make that kind of a sacrifice. So, I wonder what would happen if you applied those things to your job. You work all week long. You only go to church for 60 or 70 minutes a weekend. 
So what happened if you would do that with your job? Well, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, or I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm an overachiever, I don't want to get into somebody else's business. You wouldn't last a minute. What if you applied those kinds of things to a sport that you're out for? You say, well, I, I really don't like to sweat. I like to put the outfits on, and I like to go to those big things, but I don't really like to go to practice. They'd bounce you out of the gym so fast you wouldn't know what hit you. Or what if you applied that to your marriage? You wouldn't be married for five minutes if you pulled that stuff. Or what if you tried to apply it to a, a piano or a vocal solo that you're preparing for? Well, I, you know, I like to go to the concerts, but I don't really like to practice. You're not going to get anywhere. No pain, no gain. So this is what the teaching is this week. If our faith doesn't cost us anything, it isn't worth very much. Now, can we talk for a minute about converts? I love converts. In my 38 years of being a priest, the most ferocious, vicious, anti-Catholic people that I've met have made the best converts. The best converts. When I was at UNI, UNI was kind of an anti-Catholic campus during the time that I was there. Maybe it still is. So I have these guys come in a lot of times from the history department, and they had all this, all this trumped-up stuff. They're all ready to hit me with all these questions. And I loved it because they were so passionate, I didn't have to do anything. They converted themselves. When they started looking for the truth, they found it. They wouldn't give up until they got their answers. Huh? I re the atheists are great converts. They come in not believing in God, and pretty soon they're more Catholic than the Pope. But not so much for everybody else. A lot of times, Catholic Christians are just kind of, well, we're kind of there, you know. So, well, you know, we prayed when Grandma got sick. Or, I went to confession a couple years ago. It wasn't so bad. Or, we get to church every once in a while, but we tell the kids it really doesn't make any difference because God doesn't care if we go to church or not. Oh, we got the kids in CCD, and really, what more do they need? Nothing's a threat, so it isn't worth anything at all. It isn't worth anything. This is why, the only really burns me as a priest is when people leave the Catholic Church and they go to other denominations, they don't know what they left. They don't know what they left. So I'll see people that I've known in other lives, and and I'll say, oh, what's going on with you? Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to such and such church now. And I say, well, why did you go there? Because I really like the music. Great. What about the sacraments? What about the Eucharist? Well, they never knew what it was. They made great converts. They don't know what they left. Okay. So where does it leave us? We'll go back to those three sentences. Whoever does not come to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, even his own life cannot be my disciple. Obviously, Jesus didn't say hate them. But what he says is this, whatever you love the most in this life cannot compare with the love you need to have for God. Period. Period. And so, taking up your cross are those daily sacrifices. 
the daily things that keep God number one. Is it a lot easier to make them like one of a billion other things that you take care of during the week? It is. It's very easy. It's easy for me as a priest to do that. But I have to keep God above me being a priest. Do you understand what I'm saying? That has to come first. And this is what Jesus is talking about here. And so when he says, renounce these things, he says, you better make sure that they're in the right order. Because nothing is more important than God. Now, it's really about what our ultimate loyalty is. What's our ultimate loyalty? So if you give that to God, God will send you right back to your spouse. God will send you right back to your family. God will send you right back to your job or your work that you really love, but you'll have a different attitude towards it. What's the attitude? Is that you will possess it instead of it possessing you. We live lives of hamsters in a cage, and we do this over and over and over again, and we get into these, into these vicious cycles, and everything runs us. If God is first, everything else will fall into line. God gave you these things first. God gave you your spouse. God gave you your kids. God gave you the ability to work. Give it back to him. Now, you might say, I don't think I can do that. Okay. The scriptures have several examples of followers of Jesus who said they went away because they found his teaching too hard. Or maybe you're somebody who says, well, I won't do that. Well, I guess that'll have its own ramifications sometime, huh? This is the point. Christianity, particularly Catholic Christianity, it's not about doctrine or dogma or rules. It's about a way of living. It's a Catholic way of living. It's not, people don't say, oh, I really love your, your doctrine on transubstantiation. They don't know what that means. It's what's attractive is the lifestyle. It has to be a lifestyle. And so whether you know the acts of faith, hope, and charity, it would be nice if you knew those prayers, but they're not near as important as living a Catholic Christian life. And that's a day-to-day -day thing, not just a, a once-a-week thing. Living a Christian life is not about a private me and Jesus thing, okay? If we're really tuned into the Lord, he, he impels us, he compels us to get out of ourselves and to interact with other people. It's not just a private thing, huh? Christianity isn't just pious thoughts, nice things, no. It's a sacrifice. No pain, no gain. And that's what eternal life is about. How do I know that? Easy. There's the emoji right there that tells us what this is all about. Okay? So, where does that leave us tonight? I thought you'd wonder if I was ever going to quit. Two things I want to say. Jesus gave two seems to be disparate examples after he did this teaching. First one says this. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost? The second one said, who of you with 10,000 troops would not first sit down and decide if he can successfully oppose the other one with 20,000 troops? This is the deal. It's time to sit down and calculate. It's time to sit down and decide. 
we can run around and say, oh, there's all these other things going on, or I'm too busy, or I'm not sure about this, or I have too many doubts. No. It's time to sit down and make the decision. No pain, no gain. What is my faith costing me? If it's a pain in the neck to try to get it in on a weekend, and that's about all that I do, then it isn't worth very much. Do you see why I said this gospel wasn't going to be very popular? <laughs> 